So Sheldon, today's product yep, yep. is Odos. Give me a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so Odos is really important for swapping assets from one asset to another, right? So like if you're talking about going from USDC, which is a type of token that represents a US dollar um, into ETH or Ether on chain, for example, um, you can actually go from that USDC into Ether in the most optimal way to reduce the cost that it takes to get there uh, and preserve the, as much value as possible. Nice. And how is that different than what kind of currently exists, like Uniswap, PancakeSwap? Yeah. All those other ones. Yeah, so if you're, yeah, yeah, so like the concept of like using a DEX or a decentralized exchange is a pretty like common thing. Like it's been around since like 2019 or so. So like using DEXs has have been a thing for a while, right? But like the the problem with DEXs are that like when you go from one asset to another, it really depends on what's called liquidity, right? Based on how much money is in that actual decentralized exchange, and not even just how much money is in the exchange overall, it's just how much money is between those two pairs. Right. So like um wrap so Ether to USDC is a pretty popular like pool or pair. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who want to put money there to basically have that be done. Right. And for that reason, the price generally tracks like, for example, centralized exchanges pretty closely. Like there's a lot of a lot of people who want to like arbitrage it to get it back to like uh the price that you would find on another marketplace. But for less common pairs of of tokens, um, that's where you tend to get what's called slippage, where because there's not much liquidity between those two tokens, then the actual price that you're quoted um, will be worse. So like you actually lose value just based on the mechanics of a decentralized exchange. Again, these are probably like more technical details, but like uh, the, the the benefit for Odos is that like they aggregate, aggregate a bunch of different DEXs together, like a bunch of different pools mm-hmm. together, to like uh, actual products together so that it finds the best route to get you to from one token to another token. And sometimes it may take a third token to get to that, that, that end token, but they find the best route to get to that. So it's, it's really just about like how you can minimize the actual time. I don't want to say time, just minimize the cost that it would take to get from token A to token B. And maybe there's a token C in the middle. And how do we implement them exactly? So when a user does a, they want to stake on Shuriken, yeah. what would happen? With the, with the yeah, so, yeah, so so like in the concept of going from, let's say, uh, you want to stake your Ether, and let's say the product that you're staking with is Rocket Pool, which is a pretty popular uh, staking product. Um, the asset or the token that basically allows you to get exposure to the yields from staking is a token called RETH. So again, it's very similar to like any other like token on a blockchain but it just represents the staking return, the returns you get from staking, right? So mm-hmm. from our perspective at Sugarcane, what we do is like, let's say you have US dollars, like USDC on, uh, let's say Polygon, right? And you want to get our ETH, which is another type, which is again, that, that staking token. We basically use Odos. We ask them, say, hey, here's um, USDC and we want to end with our ETH. What is the best path to get from this token to this token? And they basically quote the price that it would take to go from uh, again the USDC to our ETH, and it finds the best route. Maybe that may using maybe that be using like three different other uh, decentralized exchanges, but they basically minimize the slippage and minimize the the actual cost that the user incurs from doing that that swap. And if the user has multiple assets in their Shuriken wallet, so if it's not just USDC, maybe it's like half USDC yeah. and half ETH. 
this yeah. would still be possible. Yeah, yeah. So that's even where it gets more awesome. layer above makes, complexity, right? So really like, easy. If you want to go from like, um, let's say in your sugarcane account, you have Ether and let's say you have USDC and let's say you have um, some of this um, like RETH, right? And you want to go into fully RETH, right? We actually can tell um, the Odos contracts that like, hey, we have USDC and we have Ether in this address. Find me the best route to get me a certain amount of RETH on the, out, on the outside, on the output. So it's able to basically take these two different tokens and end with the third token. And again, route through multiple different decentralized exchanges to get the best route there. So it's a very complex, wow. very, 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 very um, um, important piece of infrastructure. With that complexity, was it, was it simple enough to build on? <laughs> I love this question because like, it's always like, uh, sort of, right? So like the, <laughs> their, their docs are also pretty good. Um, when it comes to building on Odos, it's, it's um, pretty interesting because like, you basically ask an off-chain service. So you ask an, an API endpoint, hey, I have this token, I have this token, and I want to get to this end result. Um, find me the best path. And so you talk to this API endpoint, and the API endpoint returns to you, here's a transaction that you should execute. And in that transaction, it does the routing for you. And so from our context, it really takes care of the process of like finding the route, packaging and creating the transaction. And then we actually, we as Sugarcane, cover the gas to get that transaction on-chain for the end consumer. And do all bridging if, if there's necessary for bridging. That sounds like a win. That's, so, that's super sweet to be able to just <laughs> get that done immediately not, and kind of just have them handle all the laborious logistics of what you should do, where and when. Yeah. I mean, because like we actually built out, funny enough, we built out some um, pretty complex infrastructure to do um, swapping ourselves. But then again, with the context of finding a provider who can do that piece of the pie, piece of the, pro piece of the puzzle the best. Um, Odo's kind of fit into that and it made sense for us to just um, leverage what they built out and the fact that they're focusing just on that allows us to again focus on the user experience where we kind of do our best job and then let the people in the middle um, focus on that particular part that they're, they're good at that's a good match I like that yeah, and if yeah. anyone else is building on Odo's definitely let us know because we're interested too and what's going on for out sure. there and if you need help of course reach out to the Odo's team or us because it's all a big beautiful community that's working together <laughs> for sure all right we'll see you on the next product